0: you are listening to the hello sport podcast all right welcome back to hello sport podcast Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias uh back on a somber as hell monday uh here with me old mate edward um in the wake of what can only be described as a tragedy uh died over the weekend heart attack thailand we all know it um all very rattled, I'm we're, we're, the nation rattled, the world rattled, fucking Mick Jagger's having a tough day, everyone's wigging out. Um, firstly, before I do throw to you, Edward, I just want to shout out his kids, his family, the weird spot to be in when you're someone like them where their dad's like the, one of the most famous motherfuckers in the country and globally, and to have so many people feel like they have a little piece of him or like a bit of ownership over him, Which is part of like the the, the gig with Warney, like, or being that great at what you do. But like, to to them, he was just dad, and it'd be a very horrible situation for them. But ultimately, we're all thinking of them. But you know, we're also all really fucking rattled, dude.
1: Seriously, rattled. Fucking rattled. (sighs) Rattled to within an inch of my life. Yeah. Is how I would have described my Saturday. Woke up, not, I, I'd, I'd penciled in a quiet weekend time, a bit of, a bit of me and Ella time, you know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just some, just getting back to basics. Yep. It was a getting back to basics sort of weekend and that was fucking thrown out the window. The moment my eyes opened Saturday morning, got a text from my mate. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, you, you're just sort of coming to. It's like, Warney died of a heart attack, but it was pixelated. The image was pixelated. As soon as I see pixelation, I think, uh, lies. Lies. Pixelation and lies go hand in hand, punters and dribblers. We've always known it and it'll always be the case, but not always the case because it wasn't the case. Then you go to other fucking group chats and it's like, oh no, like he actually is fucking dead. And then you're like,
0: Jesus Christ.
1: But then you're like, but it's not, it doesn't it feel just, real. It, it I don't know. It's it just like, feel cause real. like, you know, Warney doesn't die warn he doesn't die you know what i mean he's like he was almost because he was like a bit of a god
0: he you didn't expect i mean obviously it's young like rod marsh was sad but i mean i didn't rod was in our era and a 74 year old dying obviously no one dying is good but it's a little more like well okay he's 74 it's a tad premature a ta- yeah but at fucking 52, 52. years old to be to, to die of a heart attack, but also being warny you 're like you just don 't see a world that, that doesn 't have him in it, whether you 're fucking it 's him dribbling in the commentary or just you know generally you know out and about hearing his voice, just something you, you just don 't expect it to happen, and so it was i um a mate of ours in one of our chat groups, shout out to Joe McCombs, said it, and I and like everyone agreed, but it was like he was like, "I have not been this sad by a death of someone I didn't know personally," and I was like, "I don't think I have either." And there was a, there was almost a part where I was trying to make sense of it, where like I was there was like a, a part of me where I was like, I almost felt silly for how fucking upset I was. Yeah. I was like, why do I, like, not why do I feel so upset? It's obviously warning, but there was a part of me that was like, dude, this is insane how sad I am about this situation. But the, you then see how much everyone was feeling it and that almost gave you a bit of comfort. Like, man, this, this, is rock, this has rocked everybody. Yeah, not since the passing of
1: Phil Hughes because that was so sudden and random and, like, happened on a cricket field. But this, I was,
0: this was even more so. Completely came out of left field. Phil Hughes was tragic, but this was like, you know, Magda Zabanski's in fucking tears. Yeah, that was tragic. That it's both tragic, but this is, but this is like this is, this is humongous because he is in the hundred and however many years cricket's been going for, a one of one. A one-of-one one in every aspect of skill level, of personality, of, like, appeal, of needle movement, ability to move needle, ability to give needle. He's, the, he's one of the great needle movers all the time. It'd be like,
1: you know, like, when Kobe passed, that was fucking tragic, but... Ain't the same is, thing,
0: though. This is... I don't... When people compare... Like
1: Michael Jordan or fucking Tiger Woods or... I was
0: trying to talk about this with someone, maybe it was either you or like, with Gracie,
1: but it was, like, like how do you like explain like it fucking, to a yank... It'd be like Tom Brady.
0: Tom, maybe Tom Brady and Michael Jordan at the same time, like, you know, he's, on a Ferris wheel. Because
1: it's, you know, both of those sports that we're referencing, the Nash, it's more about the domestic product than the national game a little bit. Yes. Like, Tom Brady's not fucking suited up for the Yanks no, in the no. NFL. Is something uniting about cricket? Like, you know... Half the country likes league, half the country likes AFL, but in the summer we come together for cricket.
0: And also, he was like, he was at some point probably the like England's favourite cricketer. You it, know what mate, I mean? He Still fucking is. I know he was. He was on the front and back page of every paper in in England, everywhere in India, like everywhere that around the world, like people were. Mate, there was like there's pausing kid, for the king. There's
1: kids in like you know areas in India where they're going to like. Little shrines to yeah. the king, like lighting candles and shit. And there's like photos of him and stuff. I know they keep everyone keeps calling him the king. I didn't really call him the king. But I called him the Warnie, but
0: he was the king of spin.
1: Well, he was this, he was the king though. He was
0: the king of the sport.
1: Yes, really. Well, without a doubt. And so when you see that, you're like Jesus Christ. Like Michael Vaughn, fucking. Well, Michael Vaughn and him were like good mates. He good Christmas with him, yeah, and stuff. This is. Was- I'm just saying from that English perspective. You sort of forgot that, or at least yeah. I did, as we, to how big he was over there.
0: You, like, you knew it. It's like you knew it. You're not, like, complete. You knew it, but you sort of took a lot of his greatness for granted in the sense of, like, 100% his, his impact, how much people uh, – how much of an impact he had overseas without, you know, I don't follow a shitload of English press, shockingly, but <laughs> just that, like – you know, not having an overwhelming visibility. Yeah, sure. He betted Liz Hurley. And am I surprised by that? No. But I didn't realize anyone? how much of uh, a place in the English psyche he had. It's not until
1: people like Mick Jagger, love fucking, of fucking like, Rolling Stones. Of Rolling Stones fame, fame like You yeah, ever of the, heard of him? Uh, Sir Mick Jagger, mind you, yeah. and Sir Elton John both post. You're like, oh. Oh my god! And Ed god.
0: Sheeran and Chris Martin. I was wondering. There'd but be like a lot two, of, but like Mick and Elton are like top five go all well, time. They're like the the Warnies of music. They are. They're and not they're, even the Warnies of music. Sorry, you're not even there yet. You're probably you're a rung below Warnie in music, because there's only one Warnie in cricket,
1: so well, you can't have two and, Warnies in music. And you know, unfortunately, you're you're not members of the Beatles. But like, <sighs> sorry. You know what I mean? So the Beatles are
0: the Warnies of, of the Cr- Warnies of music. Of, Crick
1: of music, right? But then also you hear these stories about how they've both said that if they had it, could have another life, they'd have warnings. Yeah. Like, what the if I could fuck?
0: be anyone, it'd be you. What the
1: fuck is going on? Like I've heard those stories like before, but you don't really take stock of them, or you don't seem to take stock of them. Oh, until- when
0: Warnie's alive, when he's alive, you're just a bit like. Ah, oh, yeah, Warnie Shane. Like, there's a bit of because he's so everyman. He was such just a normal, even though like he 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 held a, a higher position, right, of a deity, but he was so everyman that it was it was disarming to the point where you just sort of would laugh and like, you know, when you've got the access of like Instagram and you're seeing him, you know, just posting fucking weird selfies and like, you know, it really did level him. Like, it made you see him. Again, I feel like it made you take him for granted or it just made you not really think about the, the the level or the position that he held within everyone's psyche. But really, he was just like a god walking amongst mortals because he just fucking, that's the way he kept it. Pez on The Great Cricketer put it a great, and I'm going to fuck it up because I've forgotten it, but it was like <laughs> he 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 said like he was so he was so common man yet cosmic, something like that. And I was like, that is just a a really great way to put it. He just was... But he was, was, though. Bro, he pounded... Do you know what his last meal, his last Christmas meal was? This is why, like, he made you feel like you could do it. Like, you could... you could bowl leggies, which you can't. Not like him. No one has or done it before or after him. But he was just so normal. On his, his last Christmas meal, vaughn said they're all sitting around tucking into your Christmas hams and shit. He literally lathered up a bread roll with like two inches thick of butter and just pounded a full lasagna into it.
1: That's what that, that was his style, dude. I heard like one story when this journalist first met him. They went to the pub or some, you know, steak and chips, parmy and chips. Oh,
0: Simon O'Donnell. Yeah,
1: Simon O'Donnell and fucking Warney gets. Four bread rolls and a two bowls of chips. Of chips. <laughs> two, two bowls of chips and just loads them in there. You're like, who the
0: fuck are you, bro? I just read on the on the John before we came in here, his last meal in Thailand was Vegemite on toast. <laughs> oh my god. And he goes, he's literally his dude. last thing. He goes, Nothing beats Vegemite. He goes, How good's Vegemite on toast? You can have it anywhere.
1: Just a suburban kid, dude, who just like just the every
0: man. And I just liked what he liked. He liked
1: he, he was. I like – a couple of people have come out and said it like he was black and white. There was no grey for Shane. So he's not out there being like, yeah, look, maybe I shouldn't have lasagna on fucking white bread rolls for Christmas lunch because it's a bit weird. He's like, nah, that's what I like. That's what I like. Don't don't question me. Don't question me, mate. If I'm going to, you know – if that's what the taste buds are after, that's what they're after. And I'm going to fulfill that
0: need. And he was just, he didn't mind. He was open, just like to smoke and a drink. He wasn't worried about like the brand image or anything. It was just like, mate, I'm just going to be me. And you're either going to be on board with it or you can piss off.
1: What was that quote? It's like, I like loud music. or well, I, I drink a bit, I smoke a bit and I bowl a bit of leg spin. Yeah. You're like, bro. That's, that's it.
0: That was, I think, why he was so infectious to people because, like, he just was who he was. He was who he was, is who he is. Now, if you are watching the YouTube, you'll see that we are in our the best way possible that we could cobble together after we basically, you know, everyone rocked on the weekend. But we've got some very leery sunnies that Shane used to rock in the one-day sphere. Pitcher Warnie late 90s. We don't have blonde hair. One day a World Cup. We got some ciggies here that we can't smoke because they're inside. If I, if we weren't inside, if this was an open air podcast studio, yeah. you best believe I'd be having my first dart in five years. You better believe we would be. We've also got
1: our fucking
0: Marino wool vest
1: on, and we are wearing our baggy greens. We know. We are aware. That we know. That Warnie didn't. Wear the baggy green often, unless he had to. He was
0: a floppy white guy. We know that. We know that. We didn't have floppy white. Climb out of our ass. We didn't have a floppy white. Obviously, we would have worn floppy whites if we had floppy whites. We do have some pretty fucking cool sunnies though that we're going to be running in as well. We're going to parlay this purchase. We're going to make the. We're going to make it worth our while. You better believe we're going to make it worth our while. Um, a lot of stories coming out. Oh, oh you know what? Before, shout out to Howie and uh skull and i mean there was tubby and and simons but mainly i guess skull isha and Howie, isha doing that remembering shame worn on saturday like hours after his death like your mate your colleague has died and they sat there and they did it and they were like talking to people and like i was watching that with the old man and i was like dude this is a big fucking lift like that dude, is one of
1: the biggest lifts all time yeah. Like that would have been Fucking tough going And like Super Everyone they're interviewing Was like fucking nearly in tears Like it would have been so hectic
0: AB AB was rattle AB's been on whiskey and guava juice Which I didn't know was a mix And I'm probably gonna have to give that A fucking run at some point AB was on whiskey and guava juice He said from three in the morning When he found out He's like I've just been pounding it Into the earth AB was fucking rattled, Yeah
1: mate. So hectic So hectic to see um, mm. But they went the big lift there, like just can can we can to we... wake up two hours like wake up, digest, it, and then go. Oh, I got to go into the studio and like put on like a remembering Shane yeah. special that goes for fucking twelve hours. That's or
0: what's so. That's what's it so went weird. from it
1: went from what six a.m. till the cricket started
0: at four p.m. Well, yeah. So there was like rolling coverage on Fox. It was actually pretty incredible. That was also something where you like it, yeah. You'd imagine the family probably aren't watching all of this stuff, but maybe that would be – you'd take some sort of solace out of knowing how loved he was. Like, but it was on every news channel. That was all they fucking were talking about. And then on Fox, it was Fox News just rolling highlights of Warnie like with Coldplay music or there was some like classical music that they had as well where you just like – it just was goosebumps and tears rolling all day. And then at 2 o'clock, so, like, you assume that all day they've been like, all right, we are now – they were then, like, producing this show from 2 p.m., just whipping together a two-hour special, having all these people in there, interviews from around the world and people talking about him. It was impressive, and it was impressive because of how hard it would have been to do to go and, like, sort of eulogise your friend who has literally just died and before anyone has had a chance to digest it and still haven't – I was waking up – I. I I woke, like when I first found out, obviously I woke up, I was actually a little hung and uh, Evie had woken up like at 5, 5.30. Mm. And usually the play is, okay, we'll get up, maybe I'll get, her, I'll get her a milk, we'll get on the couch, we'll whack on Peter Rabbit or Bluey and then daddy's going to fall asleep next to her on the couch. Yep. And then, you Good, know, cool. sleep off a bit of the hangover. And then I see the news and I'm like, oh, it just like thumped ya. And I was like, well, I'm not getting back to sleep now. And then the next day, Sunday, you wait, I wake up and you're like, it's sort of within like five seconds of waking up, it's like, dude, Warney's dead. Man, like
1: all Saturday, I'd forget about it and then I'd check my phone. I'm like,
0: oh and you just shake your head. You're like, whoa, dude, what the fuck? Seeing Punter
1: cry. Oh, mate. That got me, bro, right between the eyes. That was tough. Watching Punner do that interview on Seven, like, oh, dear. Good God. That was... That was as tough as it that gets. That was tough. That was really... And then when, you're like, when he's like, yeah, he gave me my nickname, you're like, oh,
0: oh he did give you your He nickname. did. Oh, my God. Jesus.
1: Fucking... Imagine how much of us, like, how much... Punter would have looked up to Warney even in those days. Like, when they're at the academy, mm. he's like, because Warney already had a Cricket Australia contract. He had a car and shit, and he's like a sick cunt. And there's this, this 15-year-old kid from, like, Launceston who's just foaming at the mouth
0: for being around Warnie. Like. How much – what would their age difference be? Punter played for a fair while a little bit after, didn't he? So there'd be, there'd be a little – Maybe three years? I reckon it might even be more.
1: Four, Five. Five? five. 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 There you go. So what? Warney would have been twenty,
0: and then Pundel would 15. have been fifteen. You're looking up to it. If you're fifteen, Dude, you'd be like, "This guy's this." You stupid. love anyone older than you. Basically, when you're that age, you're impressionable as fuck. Um, but the crazy, the thing I was thinking about with Warney, right,
1: is it like obviously he was a hundred year talent
0: once in a sport talent. maybe let's, he's the one he's a one of one in the history of cricket like let's we well, so, well,
1: how long's cricket been going for 100 150 years 150 years so you call him a you could you can sit here and call him a thousand year talent you could do that yes you could you could call him a thousand year talent he's the best bowler of all time let's fucking start there because i need i need the record yes. to be to be stop accurate stop saying best stop spin saying bowler that, but some people have been calling him the best le- uh, leg spinner big leg spinner i'm like have you lost your fucking minds? The best leg spinner. He's not only the best leg spinner, he's the best spinner, he's the best bowler. Look at Some are
0: wh- saying, like, dude, I'm pretty sure punter or like. Punter the was best be the best cricketer. Exactly.
1: Greatest, greatest cricketer of all time. And punter's saying that, and punter knows a thing or two. You ever so so heard of him? Get your shit together and start fucking referencing him properly. Greatest bowler of all time, at a minimum. You can also throw in there. One of the greatest of all time, well, if I, not the greatest. If, if you, you, can, if you want to- Finish
0: your thought and then we'll get back to greatest all time.
1: We will. This was my thought. In a sport like cricket, where at least in my experience, there hasn't been- Like there's characters, sure. There's not shit loads of them and they're not always that cool. Well, Generally listen, speaking. Colin
0: Funky Miller comes to mind and if blue hair's all you've got- Yeah. That's what you're
1: hanging your hat on. Blue hair. Like, if you need to, if you're trying to move the needle with your blue hair, then you don't you, really It's already get, over for you, dude. Well, you don't get the sacred art of, of needle moving. No. Shane knew it because he was the needle. He was the needle. Do you know what I mean? But, like, he was a bona fide fucking rock star in a sport that is generally reserved for Magoos as an average. Yeah. And he was
0: a legitimate rock star, like, all the world over. Like yeah. People couldn't get enough of him. Dude, man. he was like the first Nike athlete. For cricket, and was like you know photo shoots with Michael Jordan and shit, and it was like oh this guy is just it. And this is like I've seen the Gadding ball like fifty million times, like everyone. I watched it the other day, and I was I was impressed all over again. I was like that thing drifts, yeah, and turns when it
1: when it and it dips dips, and it's like bruh, what the fuck? First ball, first ever ball, and in the he's National just series.
0: like I just wanted to. Make this thing spin as hard as I could, and just be like, "Don't fucking, I'm here." Don't and you like, worry. it's
1: it's funny because it's so revered now that that seed. That when you hear the commentary, it doesn't like align with how it's viewed because
0: now because of how we. But it's also because of how we see commentary modern modern commentary. Whereas cricket commentary used to be very much like, less is more. Don't really get too over For the sure. top. Whereas now it's like, it's a super duper commentary where it's just like, you have to fill every bit of fucking air. That's a good point. But you know what I mean? Yes. But no, absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't. Mate, James Mate, Brayshaw would fucking bust a load on air if he was watching that ball these days. Mate,
1: the one he got to Strauss in 2005, I think, arguably is good. Like, unbelievable. He? he turned it so fucking far. When it comes across his pad, yeah. like, what the f-
0: Fuck. There were so many of them. That's what's crazy as well. In terms of like his highlights package, you just like, this is, you can sit there and watch it all goddamn day. There is just, no, it's so in so engrossing and so enjoyable. His highlights package, like if you cut it up proper and true, would go for hours. Yeah. And, and hours. probably be like the greatest highlights package. You probably need, need a full saying. day of Test Cricket to watch his highlights. It'd be better than the Test Cricket we're watching at the moment. We'll get to that. We will um, get to that. But in terms of the GOAT debate, and obviously in the wake of tragedy like this, you know, you could say that people are prone to emotional hyperbole or, like, you know, states, statements that are influenced have, like, uh, heavily in emotion, rooted in emotion. But when you think about it, the Don, obviously the greatest generally accepted cricketer of all time, is batting beyond fucking... Comparison mm-hmm. Certainly was In the same way that you could call Shane the best batter of all, uh, Bowler of all time You could just say Don's the greatest batsman of all time Who's the greatest cricketer of all time Now I'm saying this And I preface it all with a very With a very very little In the way of Knowledge or gravitas that would root my Opinions in any position That should be acknowledged or trusted It's vibe. It's vibe and vibe alone, but the Don could bat a bit, right? Sure, <laughs> yeah, he could bat bit, a bit, just a bit. He could bat bit. a bit. What Warney did for cricket, if you believe the rhetoric over the last sort of few days, spin bowling was basically dead, and cricket itself was a little bit in like a bit of a like a.
1: Plateau decline.
0: or decline or decline? downward trajectory. Well, they're
1: saying decline. There's decline been. Was used.
0: Obviously, he also had a phenomenon. Like, he had. A, everyone says he's the captain that should never have. That was never. That never was the best captain we never had. The, there is no one who has come close to bowling leggies like Warnie. Like, there is no one. And not just the actual art of bowling him, but how good he was at getting in the minds of beaters. Dude, Breaking it, down beaters. That was like, that was his bread and butter, was
1: to break down beaters. That's what got him out of bed in the morning. He used to fucking revel in it. But you're dead right. Spin bowling, again, I'm, I'm regurgitating information I read because I didn't really have my fucking finger on the pulse in 93 as to no, what was happening with spin bowling. At two years bowling. old? <laughs> but, like, supposedly spin bowling, particularly leg spin bowling, done. Like, fucking Richie Benno bowled a bit of it in the 60s, but, like, there's, a, there's 30 years there of mm. fucking dead air and the big West Indian motherfuckers are coming in and just bowling that pace. searing hot pace and that pace was in vogue, bro. That's all that anyone hot, cared about. Hot, hot pace. Hot, 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 scary pace, Bit of, shit loads of bounce, shit loads of pace, put on your chin. That that was what was the talk of the town and then Warney comes along with the subtlety uh, of, of the leg spin bowling and just fucking bamboozles people. Like supposedly, as he's coming up, before he was like a bona fide superstar, his flipper just used to fuck with people. So
0: the flipper comes out the bottom of the hand. And stays low. And stays low. Yeah. That is so... And obviously, I know they talk about how difficult it is, but as a Thick Ropes County leg spinner of (laughs) some note, the idea of of, of... Of of some note. Yeah, of a poor note. Of, 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 you know, relative... you of know a poor note, yeah. Well, people talk, you know, they go, oh, fuck, that spinner on thick ropes, he's got a bit about him. Not to make this about me. Um, Never about you, mate. But the, I'd always, the idea always. of actually trying to do that, to me, is fucking insane. I am holding a cricket ball in my hand. I, like, I as you're coming it. over... To then try and
1: fucking, mate, it's ridiculous. I find it crazy that apparent, like, as he got older, his flipper got less potent, and he just relied on his stock ball, which was so accurate and so fucked up. And then <laughs> batsman thought that he had all these other balls, but he didn't really. It's just one spun more than others, and like it just fucked and it wigged just them wigged him out. Like he would just break down people. Like there is like so many examples on the internet of mm. him in these like in his brilliant way, just fucking messing with people messing with people
0: i started watching the doco because i actually hadn't i hadn't um watched it and it was at, it was at, it was too much on the saturday i kind of wanted to be watching all of the like breaking current reactions from everyone yeah i started watching it halfway through it was sad it made me feel sad and i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch all this now but one of the things that i thought was crazy if you want to think about like origin stories like you know How did batman become batman or like why is the don so good it was like the don you know stump golf ball corrugated iron uh tank i don't know how commonly known this is obviously if you've watched the docker you know he broke both his legs when he was a kid like when he was like six or something and he his old man made him a trolley Mm. so he was like one that was like on the ground so he was crawling around in his hands for six months he was like, I think it just, because you look at Warren's hands, like they actually look fucking deformed. They're so big and thick. and Big hands. Wrists thick and big, hands thick and big. And he was like, you know, I think that that had a lot to do with how big and fucking thick my hands and wrists are because I was crawling around on them for six months. And you're like. That's how you get those ribs. That's, but like you only, no wonder no one's been able to, Emulate this man, yeah, like
1: who spends their first six months like
0: that, crawling around on a goddamn trolley, no thickening, one. and maybe they will now. Maybe there's some really, really, you know, oppressive father who's forcing their kids around on a trolley. Which, you know, what if it's, it's if it's for the nation, we appreciate you, but it's obviously a little bit intense. I just found that quite interesting, and like you know, we all talk about uh, the Don and the corrugated iron and all that, but like warning had his own. When he was working those wrists long before he was playing cricket.
1: Just walking around on that trolley. Good Lord. That's, well, see?
0: There you go. That's his origin story. Mm. Fascinating stuff. The, the way he transitioned into, like, like, it, the, the way he, not transitioned, the way he, um, Basically like commanded pop culture. He kind of was the culture. Everyone wanted to play cricket. Did you ever have the Warney spin video? So I used to have this video where it was like, you know, you're whacking the VCR and it was Warney taking you through how to spin a ball and then you had little like incre- yellow incredible with different like fingerprint marks on it. And it was like, All right, now put your finger at one and two no, and then da-da-da, and like you spin it. The man had everything. That's like Mate
1: Shane won cricket ninety nine. On PlayStation?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't remember what year, but like he had his own, of course he had their own video games. He's had everything, but it was like. Everyone, it's
1: crazy. Everyone wanted to bowl leg spin. The crazy thing about it is that he, like every single kid growing up wanted to bowl leggies.
0: And thinking you could. But look, how many leggies have
1: we got now? We got fucking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, even having inspired that many people to do it, it's not that easy. It's not that. It's not that easy. It's fucking. It's like the hardest. They say it's the hardest. It's the hardest. And yeah. you
0: know what, dude? And as like again, a cricket fan, but I, I play. Like I didn't play cricket. I stopped playing cricket when I was maybe like twelve or thirteen, uh, and just didn't play it in high school. Right. So. There's like an element of that sort of a reality that I'm not... I just grew up with Shane being so fucking good that I thought, not that it was easy, but I didn't think it was the hardest discipline in cricket, which is how it's being described. I'm like, wow. So he just mastered the hardest thing to possibly do, Mm. but he made it look so goddamn easy. But not only was he the
1: best at leg spinning, he was the best bowler. So he, he took the hardest craft...
0: And to was like the, the, yeah. to the
1: furthest possible point that you could take it. That you can take
0: it. Like,
1: just fucking ridiculous. Mm. And always, like, always thought he could win. Like they tell that story at Amazing Adelaide where they were just like, mate, it's a draw. And Warney turned up on day five and, like, nah, bruh. There's no draw about today. No. And like, he, there was they, there's ex-players that sort of tell it. I think it might even be in the Amazing Adelaide documentary. I think it Which might is be, on yeah. YouTube. Check it out. It's great viewing. They're like. We sort of didn't believe it, though. It's just, like, it was too far gone the game. When he goes out there, rips and tears, like, takes four or five for fuck all. And then we go out there and chase down in the final session. But, like, he was the only one that believed. Yeah. And he went out there and got it done. And There's then he's a- sitting up in the change room. They're like, oh, do you want to have a bat today? And he's like, me? Have a bat? No, mate, I'm going to sit up here and eat cheese uh, cheese toasted sandwiches and cans of Coke. <laughs> like, mate.
0: Bracey told us a story. Uh, and again you're hearing all these so like i don't know whether they where where they're all coming from they come the people, from somewhere they come from somewhere but you know like whether everyone knows them or not and you're just regurgitating some old story but like probably when they were at lords probably i think it must have been for 5 warney went down to the chef who like cooks all the lunches every day for all the players and shit and just goes i want spag bol with no mushrooms every day <laughs> <laughs> Food every day. That's all I want. Just make me spag bowl, no yeah. mushrooms every day. And it's then just, everyone and else is getting like proper yeah. lunch. And, and then shit. when he
1: goes out to take the field, he walks past his own fucking portrait. Yeah, They're like bro you're the sickest cunt. Yeah, took forty wickets that series. They reckon it would have been four one if it wasn't for he ripping mm. and tearing at the Oval on his final uh, test in England. The Barmy Army and like the crowd generally started chanting, "Oh we, w- oh how we wish you were English," and he bows to them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like no one gets what that what the fuck no one gets that bro what you
1: mate could you imagine ever in your wildest dreams if there was a pom retiring at sydney in the fifth test we just start going oh how we wish you were australia like, there is no, no pom why in the world would we ever but like the in the english would have said that you know what i mean there's and no- then there's a guy like Warney who comes across along and you're like oh okay
0: i think the only athlete and I don't think that they're even—they're definitely not revered as much as Warnie in this country. But that's the only him bowing, Jesus, that's so sick. <laughs> How sick is that? That is sick. But you, there's there's no athlete in the world that we would revere like the English revere Warnie. Like you could think about someone like Federer, say, who like we all love. He's loved the world over. And if he was in a similar situation where he was to go early, like everyone would be devastated, of course. But it's just there's no one, certainly no English cricketer ever or English athlete but, that we'd ever be like. We but wish that's we my you point.
1: Were- yeah, that these guys, he's a thousand year talent. Statistically, he may never happen again. Dude, he may be literally once. once in an earth, once in an earth. He could be a once in or a once in Homo sapien type operator. He could yeah, once in a species. He could be a once in a species guy. He could be well, once in a species. he is currently once, a, a, like, like, he's once in a species. He is currently, as we speak, once in a species. How
0: can you not say that he's the greatest of all time in terms of, in terms of the things he's done? Well, I mean, you start just being like he's in the conversation. He's
1: arguably the greatest of all time. That's how you would say it. He's arguably. And now you almost need to demote... The Don to argue... I know it's sacrilegious. Maybe we're getting emotional. Maybe we're high on fucking... No, nah, you know what, curbing? dude? I don't know.
0: Apparently, the Don was a bit of an asshole as well. And I'm not, not here to not, talk... I'm not here to talk ill about the Don, let's but not, like... Let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. Dude, I'm emotional. Fuck the Don. Warnie's number one. <laughs> Put that as a quote, Tal. Fuck the Don. Oh. You know, like he... There, there, there was... he. Could you not? I mean, I don't know. You can't say he did more for cricket than the Dom, but like, just in terms of his time, the pressure that he played under, as well the spotlight that he was under, the way the world was at the time when he came around, took a year off. He took he, a year off. Well, it didn't take one. Well, up. it was it was, told, it was imposed. to yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was bullshit. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Like he didn't fucking know. <laughs> you
1: know
0: what I mean? The 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 competitiveness that made him so good, I think, possibly also had a lot to do with how like you know, and it's with the commentary. And you have these like moments with like your Stark and stuff where it's like he refuses to acknowledge the ball swung. Well, it's I like mean, he was just you know there's a competitive nature to people like to greats that's mm-hmm. probably makes it that makes it difficult to like concede. Mark? And Kerry Packer even said it on... Uh, Kerry Packer Kerry uh, O'Keefe said it on like the tribute to Warney he was like he, he hated being wrong. Yes. He hated being wrong. He would sit there and say the ball didn't swing. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And then he goes against all like Yeah, against all, uh, available, like, available uh, data yeah. and evidence. He'd say the ball didn't swing, but then also he would say things like, you know, um, he'd almost like take credit for Stark going well. Yeah, being yeah. like, well, you know, my criticism probably helped him. Probably
1: spurn him, probably on spurred greater him on to greater heights. And look, you know what? Was he is that correct? Possibly. Possibly. It's not it's not It's impossible. not incorrect. No, exactly. Mark Taylor penned a great fucking piece yesterday that I was reading. And you and I had already, we talked about this a little bit in terms of like how Warney had become a little bit jarring in, from a commentary perspective. And he was saying that Warney wouldn't have liked how he was being received and how his commentary was being received. And he said it probably would have helped for him to have someone like an Ian Chappell or a Alan Border there, like a, diss- a dissenting voice that he trusted to sort of keep him... That's what we were always saying. And we always said that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, when he was the king of the jungle in a commentary perspective, he sort of when left to his own devices, just got a little bit loose with it. And, like, we can all admit that. I mean, that's not dis- there's no disrespect to say that sometimes his commentary was a little bit, like, fucking eyebrow-raising, you know what I mean? Yeah. Compared to the stuff that he used to roll out when he was at nine apples and oranges i reckon yeah like when he was at nine it was just like fucking
0: like the best analysis money could buy he was given free reign and like and you know what again you know rightly or wrongly it is what it is it was what it was but they were talking about it again on the tribute where it was like he that hat that he was wearing and how he was saying like if any of us rocked in wearing that hat whoever the Fox guys, Delaney, or it would Patrick have been Delaney, Delaney. Delaney would Be like, get that fucking thing off right now! But Warnie, it was like you can do whatever you want, which I get it because he's Warnie. But you actually need to have, uh, you know, like we we always said, like it was better to have someone to keep him. The older guys, the guys, yeah, the older to guys to keep him a little bit more level and a little bit and 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 so Mark, uh, Mark said that. Mark yeah. said that, right? But again, you know, like a couple of fucking shit stints in commentary. Uh, hardly take away from the man who who uh, and what he did, but also mate, like War- or what he meant to us Warnie, all.
1: But Warnie was like a bit of a mate of the nation, right? And if your mate has a shit take, like if fucking Burma was sitting there, or Tom was sitting there, and he goes, "Oh mate, that didn't swing up." Like, shut the fuck up, bro. Yes, it did. Yes, You're it dribbly. did. Exactly, exactly. It's the same thing. Like you know, we he was like. He felt like our mate. You yeah. know what I mean? So you could say that he was fucking taking the piss. It but, but, doesn't but take also, away from the fact that he was the fucking greatest athlete we've ever produced.
0: And that we, and I think it was uh, Richard Hines. I forget these cricket Jono's names, but like, doesn't take away from the fact that like we didn't know how lucky we were to have him. And we didn't, right? Like, especially us growing up, like, you, you know, yeah. all we had was Warney. Like, I didn't know that. Having a king of spin in your side wasn't a regular occurrence. Well, for us, I was a when we, for watching, when we
1: started watching cricket, he was playing already, so it wasn't like we saw the before and after. No, like we saw the after, but we didn't see the before.
0: So we were just like, so just, for us, you it was start like
1: watching it. You are like, oh, there is this guy that just fucking rips and tears.
0: And it was like after Warney left, the collective like cricketing psyche was like, uh, that spin is not good. Change him. Not good. Change him. Not good. Change him. How many did we go through? Like twelve. 25 well 100 200 was it 400 I think spinners? it might have been 400 spinners tried and then shot we shot 400 spinners looking for Gary line and you know was there was were there some spinners in there that could have could have been could have done something maybe probably not but maybe yeah but so but we he, were
1: he came along the wrong time. hurry up
0: hurry up hurry up be good be good be good be warning be warning but there wasn't there isn't another one
1: I liked when uh, Gary came out just a story, subtle stuff, was like, mate, you know, caught him the real goat. Yeah. So you're the real
0: goat. Yeah, the real goat. Love that. Gilly on the pokies with a vodka Red Bull. Yeah,
1: dude. Oh, I like how Gilly was like,
0: me and Healy, he often felt
1: selfish because he reckons him and Healy like hogged the best seat in the house for fucking so long. Well, it was only those they, two. And one guy for one test. Yeah. Whose name escapes me. Graham Manu? Maybe. maybe Manu? Manu. Was Manu. it, was I it think Manu? Manu? Maybe
0: it was I Manu. I feel like it might have been Manu, my We've one test. Yeah, before. we have talked about Manu. There, if you on. want to go deep into the Instagram, you'll find a photo of Manu up there somewhere. You will. We celebrated him once. Um,
1: he was like, mate, I felt fucking guilty because I literally had the best seat in the house watching Warney just go about his craft. And, and he had the was, highlight he of he my career. that, that was a highlight of his career, yeah. was watching Warney go to work. Yeah. Which is crazy to think...
0: Well, as if it wouldn't be. No, I know, but... It'd like, be weird if you it's, said that's anything such else. such a weird
1: scent, like... Yeah. ...the highlight of my career. Is to keep wickets to the... Ashes, fucking everything, glory. like Hundreds. Some of the quickest tons ever scored, blah, blah, blah. His highlight of his career was to to keep to Warnie. If that doesn't put it in perspective, fucking yeah. what does? Yeah. Wild, Wild stuff, mate. Wild stuff. Like, <clears throat> like I think it was... Healy was regaling this story when they'd been out in the fucking field for ages, but Warnie wanted to get this guy out. And he just kept like bringing Healy up every fucking,
0: in between every night. Because the guy was a really slow batter or something, (laughs) so he's like, fuck it, I'm going to make this super slow.
1: Yeah, yeah. and he'd just call him up and
0: he goes, fucking,
1: mate, (laughs) they wouldn't have talked about that just standing.
0: Yeah, and then Healy's like, bro, I want to get off the field as well. Yeah.
1: He's like, nah, mate, I want to make him sweat. Or like, oh, I want to leave him out here or something. Competitive. Go back. Just so competitive. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, and they were saying, saying so intimidating, like the oohs and the ahs that would come out of his mouth every ball. Yeah, every ball he thought he was going to take. He a thought he was going to get. Like, a- oh, yeah, you get hit for six, and he turn around and go, mate, he's, well, we're an over away here. Yeah, and inevitably they were. That, yeah, they usually were. It's uh, it's crazy, man. Like that sort of bravado. Especially, because that's the thing, like, and you hear about it. They say a lot of leg spinners don't go on with it because you've got to get carded coming up. Yeah, you've got to be prepared to get pounded. And they do. Like his first test, he went one for one hundred and fifty-five or something. He got absolutely pounded into the earth.
0: I think, Maddie, maybe you can check this. It might be hard to find out, but I think I, was watch, I, think I saw it in the documentary, but I've, again, I've been pounding so much warning content the last few days, I don't know where I've seen or heard any of this shit. He was playing fourth grade or something, and then a year later he was playing for Australia. Yeah, he was pulled out of fucking relative obscurity. Relative obscurity.
1: He, play, he didn't play for Victoria for very long. Maybe a season, half a season, then was in the Aussie side. Something like that. Crazy. And then got absolutely pounded, dropped, then came back in. That was in 92, I think. 93, he's fucking bowling the ball of the century to Mike Gatting, you know?
0: Poor old Mike Gatting. It's funny. Mike
1: I- Gadding actually, to his credit, came onto that Fox Sports um, remembrance thing and spoke about him. I'm like, well,
0: that's all class from from Gadding. That's also, unfortunately for Mike, probably all he's remembered for. Dude, he was an, he was English captain. I know, so like, but no one remembers him for that. Well, but we're Australian. I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure in England he's. I'm sure, dude. But do you think it's that, defi- it's his defining he's defined? He's defined by the Gadding ball. Yeah, it's yeah. called the the, the Gatting ball Gatting is named moment. after him. I know. And he's like the captain yeah. of the country. Yeah. And he's got the worst Prispuss uh, beard goatee thing I've ever yeah, seen in my great. life. It's like the smallest thing in the world. He needs to either grow that out or shave it off. But I did respect him for like, you know. No, definitely. I've seen him. I've seen him. He. But the, the thing that's funny is that I've seen him. He spoke about the Gadding Ball on the Warnie doco. And I've seen him speak about it on other things on YouTube since, like in the last couple of days. And... He has told you can tell that yarn so many times that he's got it down to a fine corpy art, which is just like he's like if the, if he'd if he'd gone on to play like thirty tests, I'd be really I'd be really devo, but he's gone on to become like the greatest of all time. So I'm prepared to, to wear it. He would he would have told that story more than Warney had. Yeah, because everyone's like, "Bruh, how is that bald face?" Because well,
1: Warney's also talking about you know, there's a million other things. There's that a million other about. Right? Gadding's got this one bit, mate. I was reminded, uh, you and I fucking. Spent a bit of time on it when we did that live show for the great cricketer. We were sort of the curtain raiser for the great Was grade that our cricketer. first ever
0: live show? I think it was, wasn't it?
1: Uh, no. I think we'd done that stuff at the, the pub. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we regaled that story of how Warney Well, bit. that was our thing, eh? We, we, like. Got the text message, drove up to London with a bottle of vodka and a couple of bottles of fucking champagne. Packs of darts. Packs of darts. Had this, like, crazy fucking sex run with his two girls and a. Giant inflatable sex toys, the way it's described. I don't know what the fuck that could be. But that's the way it's described in the articles. Yes. Leaves at 2.30, drives all the way back to, like, Hammersmith or something, sleeps in
0: the car, goes out, takes a seven-far. You're like, bruh. We didn't just lose a great cricketer. We, we, we lost one of the great fucking... We lost one of the great rooters all time. All time. And that, I think, needs to be acknowledged. One of the great shaggers to ever walk the earth yeah. has left the earth. And, you know, like... There's a lot of there's a lot of knowledge, like cricket knowledge that that's been left in Warren's brain and there's a lot of like unsatisfied vaginas out there that'll never know <laughs> that'll never know Shane well, Warren. What it's like to
1: be with be with Shane. Yeah,
0: with love and tender care. And that's equally as sad. Well
1: it's it's devastating, Tom. Because there's a lot of knowledge that's gone. Dude, there's a lot of knowledge. This a bloke, man, oh, he's put the He put in the hours. He put in the hours. Your 10,000 right. hours. 10,000 hours. Yeah, exactly. They say 10,000 hours makes you great. Well, that's what's, how the Beatles
0: became great. What's
1: 200,000 hours? Yeah, where's that get you? That gets you to Shane Warren's level. That's right. Both the
0: King of Spin and... The King of Shaggin. The King of Chong and... King Chong. Like, um, it, is, it is what it is. But, you know, from from our perspective as well, we've, like, always been... Obsessed with Warney. as with everyone, we've got we, you know, our our company literally, Shane Keith, Shane Productions. Keith Productions, literally, because what else do you call it? What else do you call a, a production? Like when we were company? coming up with we it, like, what do
1: you call it? We'll Shane like, Keith. You call it Shane Keith, because because why would, what, what else would you call what, it? I don't understand what else you would call it. The fact that it was available, I still find shocking.
0: Well, I mean, we weren't going to call it Shane Keith Warn. Felt like that might have been a little bit, you know.
1: No, but because we aren't. It's we are like Shane a, Keith It's a gentle Warren. nod. It's Shane a gentle Keith nod.
0: Yeah. And it's been, we've had a One of the it. great names all time. Well,
1: well, I mean. Playing a Shane into a Keith, Tom?
0: Oh, yeah, phenomenal.
1: A Shane into a Keith? That's uh, why, I mean, uh, that's whoa. half the
0: reason why Stop we did press. it. it Shane into the Keith. And. But no wonder he was the greatest of all
1: time, the greatest rooter, the greatest cricketer with a name like Shane Keith Warren.
0: Yeah. That name alone, so sick. SK Warren stand now, the great Southern stand. Dan, well, a couple of Melbourne friends were like,
1: fucking first good thing Dan Andrews has ever done. So the Great <laughs> Southern Stand, it was formerly known as, I believe takes up basically half the MCG. It's fucking massive. 45 50,000 people stand. Huge. Now into perpetuity known as the SK Warren Stand. I think it's a lovely touch. It is. The family has accepted the state funeral. Oh, they have? Yep. So that... The nation can mourn as one.
0: So that'll be at that'll the MCG. Be, are we? Are you telling me there's going to be a hundred thousand people? I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if it's like through the streets first. I don't know what it is. How do know. you get seats, tickets to that? I know it sounds like a fucking rock concert. I'm just like genuinely. If it's a state funeral, it means people can go. I don't under, I don't. I don't know how to work. Can you try to find that know. out, Maddie? I, I
1: think details are a little skint, to be honest. But
0: just generally, right? If there's a state funeral, like it means It means that people can go i don't know again i don't know if it means that like they go
1: through the streets and people can pay their respects on the way or like you can attend or there's like a smaller I funeral. I, don't know. I
0: think you can attend
1: i really don't know i, I don't know
0: My, but we'll find out soon yeah. enough we'll find
1: out soon enough um, obviously we will but a tough <sighs> tough Tough weekend for yeah. the
0: nation. And it still hasn't sunk in. And I don't know when that's a It's gonna like be tough sort of when like in. cricket like some this summer. Yeah. Well the boxing is day a long test way away. will be yeah, fucking, that'll be that'll that'll fucking be, biblical. That'll be full on. Um, but yeah, thoughts again with the family. It's very sad. It's very sad. Um Vale Vale Shane Keith. Vale Keith Warney. Vale Warney. Uh should we should we press on, Edward? We'll have to press on, mate. One foot in front of the other. Yep. You I do. really wish we could smoke these cigs. Same. I just want to f- pound them. It's all right. Maybe we pound one in a smoky of a pokey somewhere later on. And <laughs> we'll have a schooner. Yeah, It'll with these. That. We're in the bloody Merinos and the hearts and yeah. the Sunnies. <laughs> all right.
1: Gonna- Putters the dribblers. today's episode brought to you by Good Day. Bang, Rosé on there, code Manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's
0: get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Go. When we talk rugby league on the show, it is for our good friends at KO Sports uh, supporting us. And the punter and the dribbler in 2022. Rugby League back this week. Edward, make sure that if you're watching it, you're on KO live and ad-free during play. Every game, every round, baby. Every motherfucking game. Um, Every game, baby. Bro, we're back. Probably worth mentioning right now off the top, obviously it was very Shane worn heavy and we didn't feel like it was right to be promoting anything really during Shane. Thursday. 6.30pm, the DY Hotel. Edward, myself, Kempe, we're doing a live show. for uh, Manly v Penrith, so we're going to get up there and we're going to shoot a bit of shit pre-game, get everyone hyped, get everyone horny, and then we're going to sit around with the punter and the dribbler and watch Manly pump, pump, pump the Penrith Panthers.
1: That's it, baby. We'll be in Manly Heartland. We expect to see the Seagulls fans down there ripping and tearing cause it's going to be a big night for the club. Yep. We want to start the season off on the right foot. Obviously, last season didn't go to plan early on. It finished pretty well. We didn't win the comp, but, it, you know, that's
0: okay. Manly also historically hate round ones, but not this year. But it'd be nice to get
1: in there on enemy territory and get a W
0: over the fucking defending champs. Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be to start, the things, start things off on the right foot, Eddie. So that is Thursday, 6.30, DY Hotel you you ready to rip and tear but god damn it i am so horny for rugby league to get back the nation needs it it's been a tough fucking mate it's been a tough little while you're throwing some wars some floods some fucking shane warne it's been tough we also did manage to donate thank you to everyone who reached out just on the floods i know we're a bit stop starty with rugby league but thank you to everyone who reached out with like Places to go and donate and what was needed and all that sort of stuff. Very helpful. Very helpful We did manage to get a bunch of supplies uh, Like donate a bunch of supplies Eddie. what was specifically what did we get? Do you want to regale?
1: We So the cleanup is has commenced in earnest Ella my lovely partner found someone that was accepting Donations in Brook actually in Brookvale um, and they it so I might try and share this place where you can go drop stuff off if you're in from that part of Sydney at least because they share every day what they need, what's, what's needed in that part of the world. Big call out for cleaning stuff. They needed cleaning stuff. They need want of brooms, mops, gurneys. gum Gumboots, cleaning equipment like detergents, all that sort of shit, you know. Cleaning stuff is yes. what they needed. Yeah. So that's what they got. Went to Bunnings, loaded up on gurneys. Elder went, and did the cleaning staff got some brooms, mops, etc. Um, but give what you can, because particularly from a, North, a New South Wales perspective, at least Northern Rivers is doing it real tough. Dude, real Lismore tough. is a fucking mate. It's basically going to have to be knocked down and rebuilt. Two thousand homes in County, I think, and uh, and like office buildings have to be fucking completely rebuilt. They only had a flood in twenty seventeen, not that long ago. Like those fuckers need help, so whatever you can, yeah, look after look after the people of Lismore, and greatly like the, the people of the of the Northern Rivers, and even people up into Queensland. I yeah, mean, you know, help where you can. Basically, is where I am getting to. But rugby league is back punters and dribblers. Fuck, we needed it because, as Tom so eloquently put it off the top, wars into floods into Shane Keith Warren passing. We need, some, we need some light in our lives, and Rugby League is going to provide that in spades. Thursday night, 8 p.m., the mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Penrith Panthers. Now, Manly look fucking ready to go.
0: Manly bro. look really good. I'm just getting up here. I just want to, so we can have the games, who's playing who. We'll obviously have a comprehensive coverage of this on the number one betting show on Planet Earth called about even back last week and now back again this week. On the YouTubes, on the podcasts Ready to rip and test So Thursday night we do have uh, Sorry for some reason there We've got Manly v Penrith at Penrith Manly to win and win well Penrith without Nathan Cleary Look like a pile of weak pussies And I mean that with utmost respect Because they are the defending premiers But they look like scared weak dogs well, Nathan Clear is their
1: general mate Yeah I mean, they won their grand, their grand final off the back of his kicking game If you take that out, I think it's potentially a different result yep. I mean, they rely on him heavily He makes tremendous difference to that football side And without mm. him, you start to say, Jesus, are you fuckers vulnerable? Are you guys...
0: Are you a guys bunch of weak dogs
1: ripe for the picking, yeah, Tom? Dude, they're if ripe.
0: I can use a fruit term No, you can, dude, a fruit picking term If they were grapes, dude Yeah Boom, straight off that vine, bruh. Yeah. Straight off that vine. And then Ooh, are you a granny
1: smith? Boom. Straight off that vine and then thrown against a wall. You a juicy plum? Seems oh, like man. it. Stiff shit, dude. You're in big trouble. Are you, are you a peach,
0: bruh? Sorry, dude. That's a peach to peach munch to on you. Throw your thang around. Are you a Whoops.
1: peach trying to thang up on me? Done. I'm gonna munch ya. And a munch you're gonna eat you. I'm gonna gobble you up. That's what Manly's gonna do to a Nathan Cleary Panthers on Thursday night and really yep. fucking set the tone. Now, there's a lot of people out there. Who don't support Manly, Michael Pride comes to mind, thinking that Manly are like a one season show that Tommy Turbo isn't going to turn up and fucking rip and tear and show everyone again that he's the greatest player on planet Earth. Like, are you f- honestly telling me that Tommy Turbo, the six foot four, 110 kilo fucking specimen who's got a football brain like Joey Johns, and the body is- of Greg English? Is, isn't going like, to have a fucking impact on footy games? Like, are you taking the piss? Why, silly silly why, people making silly what statements. You, what are you talking about? This isn't like a 19-year-old kid who's going to have his second-year syndrome. Like, what are you talking about?
0: Silly He's, people making what, silly statements. Are
1: you honestly going to convince me that he isn't going to have an impact?
0: Silly people making silly statements. That's all it is, dum dums, dum dums, Eddie. People that don't
1: get the game of rugby league nah, football,
0: they talk. don't understand it. Now we move on from that game. Friday night we have Broncos playing. uh sorry, we got Raiders v the Sharks. I have no idea how this game goes. The Raiders they seemed okay, but now they got no half. Sharkies, they've I've, got fucking. I you think know. the
1: shark, mate. I think the Sharkies will go right this year. I like, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for the Sharks.
0: I don't hate the Sharks. I don't hate the Sharks. I don't know what they're about. I like Nico Hines, so I want I want Nico to do well because I like Nico. I want the best for Nico. Yeah, I want
1: the best for Nico. I've liked what I've seen from him so far. I like what I saw him from in the trial. I like what I saw him from in the Indigenous game. This, you know, I think I think with a bit more seed in Nico's hands, he could be anything, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he could be a fucking handful. He is a handful, but even more so. I think they'll. I think he'll thrive there. At Shark Park, that fly's giving you that fly hell is isn't just
0: it? it's like I'm trying to kill it. It keeps hitting me. I'm I am claiming as Dribblers. Well. Only me. I have had a shower. Make it that way you will. I'm a, I'm not a stinky boy. At least I will how do I know? How I can't even you smell. Know? I can't even smell. You wouldn't. It is all over me, this fly. Um so listen, I think maybe we go, I think we're both saying sharkies. We then have the Brisbane Broncos v. South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, Adam Reynolds, the only bright spot there. I mean, you could say Payne Haas, but just in terms of, like, who's going to ultimately... Is Adam playing? Well, he got COVID in some typically Broncos fashion, like luck. He got COVID, but I think he's going to be outside of his, um like, isolation window, so he can play, I think, if he wants. But, like, having had COVID, a proud card-carrying member of the COVID community... It, depending on how it, how, it, how it affected him I mean, I don't know how you just walk back out And play, you know, a grinding game of rugby league football Against a team that's way better than you in South Sydney When did he have it? He's, he's probably got it now He's got it now? You're like, as in he'd be, he'd be getting over it right now This is not the game of golf that we're meant to be watching uh, But yeah, he'd still have it Or at least he'd be getting over it When did he contract it? Like last week
1: So he'd has he played any trials at all? No. So he's fucking green. New systems, new team, new environment, new vibe. Going up against your old club, round one. The club that you were a junior at. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. I think it's fair, Eddie. It? Let's say it. I think well, he's, he's, he's a local from the area. <laughs> yeah, he's a junior. You he was a local junior. He's won a comp there. Rabideaus is all he's known. And now he's got COVID and he's coming up against... You know his old club Mm. i don't think it looks good for the broncos the broncos obviously lost to the cowboys in a trial does that mean anything no it doesn't but it doesn't mean
0: nothing it doesn't mean nothing hey tommy can you see if you can switch if there's any other golf on on ko the arnold palmer because this is not the arnold palmer and billy horshall who i picked on about even as my unit scooper was looking all right but he also you know now i've said that we'll lose um We move on to Saturday, Eddie. Saturday. Saturday. Chooks. Super Saturday? Super Saturday. First Super Saturday of the year. We're back on Super Saturday. We are going to this game. Chooks, Knights, SCG. Yeah. Chooks to pump the Knights. You might be asking yourselves, why the fuck are you two going to that game? Well,
1: when you get invited to go in a box with all the trimmings, punters and dribblers, you know how to shake hands and fucking hang out with the heavy hitters, and that's what you do. It's a schmooze fest, baby. We'll go there. We'll fucking do some schmoozing. We're moving. We're shaking. We're moving. We're shaking. We're hanging out with the movers and the shakers. It's a moving and shaking, yeah,
0: uh, expedition.
1: It is. Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m., sort of like the movers and shakers time slot historically. Yeah, That's where blokes like to move and shake. Well,
0: because it gives you time to wake up, have the morning, then you move a little bit, shake a little bit, get to the game, do a lot of moving and shaking. Then
1: it's over and it's like, ooh, the night's still super young. We can can move
0: and shake into the evening or we can, you know, you've got – Options. Options. But it's certainly the moving and shaking hour.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. You've got options. You've got like a smorgasbord of fangs you can do. Yeah. So that's where we'll be. Um,
0: I think the Roosters pound the, the
1: Knights. Knights are. But I can't tell you how much I want the Knights to win. Yes. Because that'd be fucking hilarious. I'd love that. SCG, Roosters, this is our year, injuries got us last year, like we're a fucking chance. They're probably favourites in the betting. If not, they'd be very, very close. I'm talking for the comp. Mm. So to see them lose round one to a depleted Knights outfit would
0: bring me joy, Tom. Yeah, it would. And the problem that I have is that I've always had a soft spot for the Knights, even though what they did to us in 97. I do find it hard because I hate Michael Pride so much that it's hard to... To, to get on the nights. That's the only thing. Michael, you know, death rides me every time. He fucking jinxed Usman Khawaja. I'll get into that later. But So it is hard for me to get. Well, you and Michael have a little thing going on. Michael I and think, I are a lot closer. Well, yeah, because you're Dubbo guys. And I think because obviously there's a target on my back because of how good I am at punting that, you know, that's sort of just the way that goes. Billy Horschel one shot off the lead. Fucking hell. Come on, Billy. Scotty Scheffler could win, which is hilarious. Because Seb didn't bet on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seb said goodbye to Scotty Sheff. That's right. That's so good. Don't win, though, Scotty. Let's drop a shot. Um, next up, Warriors-Dragons. Couldn't care less about the game, but I think the Dragons win. What do you think?
1: We, well, they've got the beta time slot. They've yeah. put them in 5 p.m. Super Saturday. I mean, It's
0: actually 4.30 that's even more beta. Like
1: even more It's a beta slot for a beta game. I'm, I, it is what it is. I mean, I don't think I'm going to sit here and lie to the punter and the dribbler. But like, out, The Warriors can play an exciting style of footy. I'll say that. Just because they're beta teams doesn't mean it's going to be a beta game. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the best footy is when it's fucking bottom eight, fuck it footy. Yeah. And
0: playing fuck it footy this early in the season is what the Warriors do. Yes, they do. So it'll be interesting to see. We then have Tigers v. The Storm. Obviously, this is going to be one of the great smash-ups. Well, it'll be interesting to see if the five
1: captains can, can you know, try and turn momentum at any point, Tom. Mm. You know what I mean? Harass mm. the ref, get under the ref's skin. Yeah. Try to give the ref a little bit. You know, try and influence the game through, you know, a mountain of captains calls. I don't know what their tactic's going to be, but I know one thing, Tom, and I know one thing to be true. It's like death, taxes, and this. Yeah. The Storm win their opening game. Yeah. So Especially against the Tigers. I don't know what, they're probably like a dollar ten, probably a bit short to fucking load up on. But yeah, not really worth it. If you're going to do, it, really gonna do it. it
0: responsibly, do it with Neds. Always responsibly. Now, Sunday, Eels, Titans, I think the Eels do this pretty comfortably. Interesting game. Where is it? At Eels. Ooh, Sunday Arvo, Sunday Arvo, Parramatta four PM. Stadium. Yeah, that's Combank Stadium. And you know what's going to happen? You know Bank what's going to happen?
1: They're going to, they're going to. It's going to be a big, juicy win for them, and the and the the whispers and the murmurs are going to turn. They're going to get louder and louder yeah. and louder. This is our year. This is our year. the the chance will start to rise up from Parramatta. Yeah, this is our year. And you know what? I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to let you have the chance and the expectation and the nerve. Because you can't handle it. the giddiness. It. You, I, I'm going to allow you all of that. Just know that when the whips start cracking in September, the giddiness yourself. will subside yeah. and it'll turn from giddiness to... Poo. You
0: know, <laughs> giddiness to poo. Giddiness to diarrhoea. Now, final game of the round, Eddie. Match of the round, match of the round. Final game of the round, match of the round. We have the North Queensland Cowboys of Vinnie Chase, Chad Townsend fame against the Canterbury Bulldogs of absolutely mauled in the trials fame. I'll say this cowboys are predicted to get
1: the spoon why because i don't like what i see now the bulldogs there's a lot of fucking hype around the bulldogs like yeah we brought in fucking all these motherfuckers like we've got Tavita uh, now we've got the fox uh, now we've got fucking burton burton now blah, blah blah i'm like cool bro that's that's really cool but like this shit doesn't happen overnight it's I'm really sorry. cool sorry that Burton's how old like 20 fucking two in a day like mm-hmm. He's still a boy. Still a pup. He's a pup, mate. He's wet behind the ears. He's barely come out the womb. Yeah. Like he's a good player, sure. But you're putting the six on him. I presume he's wearing the six. He might be wearing the seven. A lot of expectation on a young kid to deliver, to stand up and deliver. And it, it's too green. You're not gonna like the season. You're going to be fighting for the spoon. I'm sorry. You're going to be fighting for the spoon in Wrestling, my wrestling, wrestling. wrestling. I don't think you'll get it. I think you'll wrestle your way out of that. And maybe, and the future looks bright.
0: I tell you what, you, you know but that this scene. this season isn't going to be fucking great. You know that great. scene in Saving Private Ryan where, uh, you know that, that, um, that soldier that Oppum lets go because he's a pussy when they should shoot him. and You know what I mean? Yes. They, they let him go. Yeah, they yeah. put the blindfold yep. on him. And then yep. he ends up killing that guy later on. Correct. They're wrestling over a knife. That's right. That'll be the Bulldogs and that'll be the Cowboys wrestling for a spoon this weekend. Someone make that into a meme video, please. I can't. Maybe that's something for Tommy Tobbs. Maybe there's a Tobler. 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 Tobes, sorry. can do it. Oh, that shaved the hole. Uh, all right. That's Rugby League, Eddie. Thanks to KO, baby. Thanks to KO. Only watch Rugby League on KO, live and uninterrupted, no ads, during play, all games. If you don't watch KO, you are a gimp. You're a beater. Eddie, quickly on a bit of cricket, my bra. Yeah, my bra. One of the most boring test matches of all time, of all time going on over in Pakistan right now. One of the great roads all time. It's
1: time. ridiculous. One of the great roads all time. I don't know if this is Pakistan's like, first test back.
0: Like, whether they haven't hosted anyone and...
1: I don't know for sure. It would appear, just as an eye test, that this venues... Like, it's the first time they've had test cricket at this venue in a while because the groundsmen haven't got it right.
0: It's polished concrete.
1: It's like, bruh, it's not what you do. We need a bit of character.
0: Dude, there's nothing to it. Each team is just
1: basically pounding runs. We're three days in and Australia hasn't even fucking... Like, three days are gone. It's two days left. Australia's like halfway through its first innings. Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. What, it's it's, just ridiculous. A waste, a waste it's, it's a waste of everyone's time. It's a waste of everyone's time. And it's a two I'm, – I'm pretty sure it's a two-test series. It's like,
0: what are we doing? This might sound really bad, but I'm just glad Shane isn't here to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what It's you mean. a horrible fucking test I know much. what you mean.
1: What's, you know – it's, it's not up to Scrap.
0: It's not up to his standards, no. right? I don't want the king to watch his shit.
1: No. I'd prefer that he was. The irony is the only bloke that could extract life from the pitch would have been Warnie. Would
0: have been Warnie. The only one. You know? The only one.
1: Disappointed to see Kawaja 4-3 run short. Bro,
0: I had him on about even at fucking first innings 100 and Michael starts putting in the chat group... Fuck. When he, when Kwaja's on 70 going, dude, how good is Kwaja tongue gonna be? I'm like, "Can you shut the fuck up, Michael?" Well, he's not going to. He's not he? going to. I tell you, you what, asking though, him to feels his fight. I know. And you know what my mistake was? And I'll be honest with it. I started preparing my gloating video and he's on 97. Thomas. I know. What the? F- have you learned nothing in your
1: life, bro? I well, I know. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That is so bushly. Stupid. You started... Yuck. I know. Well, you deserve that. I, I know. No, there's no
0: sympathy over here, bro. No. Well, I, I mean, as if there was ever going to be sympathy. Well, there would have been some. I wasn't, like, recording myself. I was just clipping up... Doesn't the, matter. I was clipping up the bet. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It was tough. Doesn't matter. It was tough. But now we got... And s- it was a brain fade as well. Yeah, dude. It was a brain fade. It was a brain fade, ladies and gentlemen. The moment got to him.
1: The moment got to him. Now... I would like to see Smudge and Labra a ton up. I think it would be a nice thing to see. I think the nation needs more tons in its life. I would also like, just as a fuck you to the groundsman, if Australia just bats this out for the next two days and goes, bro, we all know it's a draw. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just bat it out and just go, we're not bat even... bat it out and just go, you know what, like, fuck it. This was a waste we're gonna, of we're gonna everyone's keep, time. We're going to keep you in the field for three days Why? As punishment. Because this is dumb. Stupid. There's no point. Like, we're not going to, what? We're going to fucking get a lead and send them in to try and bowl them out. That's not going to happen. There's no way that's
0: happening, mate. They declared on, like, four for 1,500 runs. Keep them in
1: the field for three days. Demoralize them. Let's just
0: try to get some tons, you know what I mean? Let's just get our stats up. up. Let's just get some tons. You know
1: what? Labra's. I don't think he's doubled. Has he doubled up yet? He hasn't even got a ton yet. No, but I mean, in his Has he got a double tonne? Oh, that's true, but he hasn't got a triple. Maybe a triple. Maybe a sp- triple. <laughs> Smudge hasn't
0: had a ton in a while. I think Smudge gets out there and tries to plunder Smudge a couple has, of runs.
1: Smudge hasn't tripled up either. Maybe there's a couple of triples on the cards.
0: Who Smudge knows? needs some tons. He does. Oh, no, what's going on here? Are they already celebrating?
1: It looks like. Well, what do you call that? Is that a? Is that play? Scotty
0: Chef? Oh, this is a replay. I was going to say, what the fuck? It's all happening very quickly. Yeah, he's already got the trophy in his hand. Scotty Chef. Um I don't mind seeing Smudge get a few more runs. He needs a ton. Well, He needs a ton. Let's be honest.
1: Let's be honest. Seeing Smudge go through a series, an Ashes series no less, without a ton was uh, alarming's the wrong term, but it wasn't ideal. Reason being punters and dribblers is that it's long been known that Smudge pillages runs off one thing and one thing alone. His superior hand-eye coordination. His technique is flawed as fuck. And I'm not saying that because I know what I'm talking about. I'm saying that's what anyone that knows anything says. That he's flawed. His technique's fucking ridiculous. So he needs his hand-eye. The worry was when you see him go through an Ashes series without a ton, has he lost it? Is he losing it? Mm. I want him to get his eyes back, Tom. Seeing that smudge sweep in action filled me with a lot of joy and happiness. Yeah. If he turns up here and goes on with it, I'm like, okay, he's found his eyes. I know it's a road. I know it's a road, but it helps. Every run helps. Every run helps. But I don't know where the next test is, but if you roll that shit out again, it was a waste of time for everyone. Everyone. You're not promoting the game there. You're not promoting the game here. You're not enticing fucking good honest grafting test cricket. Like, I prefer to go to these Indian dust bowls where it's fucking turning a mile we're playing on an old go track than this shit. Fucking oath you do. So, fix it.
0: Fix it. Um, but I don't think there's too much else there in terms of the cricket. No, Is The, uh, no, the bowling, really. there's not much to talk about because there's nothing going on. Um, vale Keithy. Vale. Vale Keithy. Vale Shane. Vale Shane.
1: Vale Shane. Um... Bit of fight sports and then dribble, bro?
0: Yeah, righto, mate. Mazda, Covington. Correct. Um, Sunday afternoon. Sunday, Arvo, you, me, and Streedy, Royal Hotel, tucked away in a nice little nook.
1: We did. We got a great nook at the Royal. Good to see the Royal putting on fight sports. Yeah. A lot of pubs don't. I did no. the ring around yesterday and I was disappointed, you know, call after call. Like, don't just put the McGregor fights on, bro. Put them all on. Put them all on. That's what I would say. Don't be cheap. Dig deep into the pocket.
0: Don't be cheap, dig deep. And give,
1: the, give the punter and the dribbler what they want.
0: Billy Horschel needs to hit this putt, I think. Unless it's for birdie. Or, sorry, unless it's for eagle.
1: That would be an eagle putt. I believe this is a par five. I could be wrong. He's missed
0: it. He's missed it bad. Now, but he's not putting this for fucking bird, is he? He's no. He's won. It's the, all over. Uh, Scheffler's won it. Um...
1: Back to the fight sports. Yeah, so, sorry. thank you to the Royal for fucking having us. Great little nook we had. I want to say this again, Tom. I don't know if we acknowledge this enough. Being in Australia when all the big pay per views are Saturday night in the States and we get them at like 2 p.m. here, fucking perfect. Perfect. I love having fights on, on Sunday afternoon. It's mm. just the best. It's the best. It's because nothing clashes with Sunday afternoon. What do you got on? Nothing. You can always watch them.
0: Our pay-per-view time slot is fucking phenomenal. I think it's the best in the world. Yeah, without a doubt.
1: I'm going to say I think it's the best in the world.
0: The only reason it isn't, or the only reason that you could argue it's not, is that you can't bend because it's a Monday. We can. You and I can. You and I can, but most people can't. But I actually like on a Sunday being a little bit like, rattled and just like getting in there watching people fuck each other up and then it's like i'm gonna to go to bed now cut
1: the schooners go home get something greasy yeah or not necessarily but you get some fun
0: get something fun a sunday fun meal and then you get horizontal sunday now, fun day the rest of the card was
1: a bit of a like a who's who at uh, the like it wasn't yeah. except for
0: um except for thug nasty and barboza which was Oh, you know what? Dos and that Moe oh, who stepped in. That, like, was, fun. It that was, was fun. It was fun, but it was violent. It was like. It was dude, intense. We should have stopped that fight. We should have stopped it, even though he was still looking good in that final. Like, well, he was still still. Well, sort of mate, there, he had a crack in that. He final had a crack round. in the final round, but it was violent, bruh. It was like his face was fucked. Could have been stopped like in two different rounds. Seriously. Doctors were looking at him. It's like if the doctor's looking at him that hard, his eye was. You know, like you could have just gone, all right, listen. At the end of round three, that thing was all at sea. You're probably not winning this one, so we're just, we're going to let you. We're going to let you go. Uh, But then the main one kind of went how we expected.
1: Colby just bitched him. Big wrestle fest, like was just all over him. But
0: looked better with his hands as well. He did. Essentially. Yep. Yep. When you think that George was meant to be the man with the hands, Colby...
1: George, or Jorge, George, however you want to pronounce it, dropped him once. It was like a semi-drop. He sort of like went back, sort of sort of took a knee, Colby, and then got back up. But he was all over him like a fucking rash. Mm. He was very one-sided, I thought. Yeah. Really. <clears throat> like he fucking dominated him. In the first round when he took him, like he had his back. We were like, holy shit, this is going to be over in a round. What a supreme waste of time.
0: Not even, like inside around, it was like, there was like four minutes to go. And it was like, oh no, oh no. But it-, it Mazadal in his press conference was like, "Bro, he poked me in the fucking eye and like, he was, in his press conference, Mazadal was very much like, I lost and I, I'm devo and I was like, it was, you know, there were many things I did wrong. But mm-hmm. he's like, he poked me in the eye bad in the first round and Herb didn't do anything to stop it, give me time to recover. And then I got my back taken and basically was on the ground for the whole fucking round. He was just like. He also need kn- him in the nuts. And need him in the balls. Colby's a piece of shit, but, like, I would have loved for him to lose, but you also can't help but he he makes you want to watch. He makes you want to watch.
1: He is he's getting lippier and lippier, and, like, he's, like, fucking dressing it up, like, the chains and the rings yeah, and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: The mentioning of the kids is just that bit We are like, bruh, can we just cool it, Can we please? woo up? Can we woo up? Let's woo up a pinch, bruh. Let's
1: woo up a pinch But You know It would deserve a victory I don't know where Masvidal goes from here He just He didn't look
0: Masvidal was like a bit anything. of a I think that's kind of his always been his career right He hit, he hit some He hit some uh, Like lightning in a bottle he, he flatlined Till Who was Arguably overhyped He then came And Kneed Ben Askren's face off And That was amazing Like that was a brilliant Fucking moment But then that was just like, you're off to the races. Then it was the BMF thing against Nate Diaz. He fucked Nate up. But again, Darren Till fought for a title, but arguably was never really a title contender. Mm. Ben Askren came over from like 1FC as a champion and Bellator as a champion. Beat Robbie Lawler, but didn't really beat Robbie Lawler and then just got fucked up and never did anything, right? So like Mm. you could argue wasn't as big as people sort of thought he was. Nate Diaz has always been a star, but it's mainly because he can get flogged and still keep up like he's beaten Connor, but you know, like Largely, and
1: he's he's a loud mouth, and and he's a loud mouth, but he's exactly he's he's entertaining, he's He's
0: he's not a champion, he's not a champion, he's just done. He's been bashed and he's beaten Connor, like he's a good fighter. Again, I'm not talking shit about Nate, I love Nate, but he's not no, but I'm just saying, he's not Kamaru fucking Usman, bro. No, he's
1: not. He's you put it perfectly, he's been bashed a lot and he's beaten Connor once, yes, that's what he's done, that's
0: kind of it. And then, you know, you then get to. Mazudal coming up against Uzman and he gets fucking pumped. Well, he gets dominated the first one and then pumped the second one. It's just like that is kind of where it is, and you can just have some good. If you just want to put Mazudal against people that just want to stand up and brawl, that's what you want. The Nate Diaz BMF fights, perfect example. Just give him fights that are cool and engaging, and like people will buy his pay per view because he's f- a fun fight if the fight style is correct,
1: well, if it matches for him. If, it's, if a bloke if it's, should want to stand up and brawl, then that's yeah. perfect. Thanks for coming. Yeah. But, like, he got bitched yesterday. Yeah, he the got big, bitched. He got bitched. It right. would have been fucking tough for him. Yes. And then at the end, like, Kobe's, like, sticking his tongue out and grabbing his him. nuts and shit. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, Hard to dude. take
0: that. That'd be tough to go home and go, fuck. He's like that. That's what he's saying in the press. Where he's just like, dude, it's just hard to lose to someone who's such a bitch like that. And he's still like, mate. It's still. He's like, if I see him in public, I'm going to go and fuck him up or try to. Evidently, it might be difficult. But <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, they get a punch on in public. That's what he was saying. Mazadol. Dude, like, if I, I don't I know. If they're
1: like, I didn't like the way that went yesterday for you. Got it? Did you get it? Got it. About time. About fucking time
0: that and expect me not to try to kill you
1: dos sannos wants to fight connor
0: everyone wants to fight connor dos sannos you know
1: fight makes a lot of sense no I'm it like, doesn't nah, it no doesn't.
0: it doesn't you're not fighting connor connor doesn't fight someone that like what the fuck's he fighting dos sannos for
1: rafael is not a needle mover he's not a mover
0: mover of the needle not even slightly. The only
1: time connor was <laughs> gonna fight him was when rafael was lightweight champion
0: that's when you're moving not the needle. because
1: his name was rafael dos sannos do you no. know what i mean
0: Connor's going to probably fight for the title, which is ridiculous, and then... But I support it. He can fight Nate. He can fight fucking whoever he wants. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's Biff's, Eddie. I think we get onto some dribbles. Let's dribble. Uh, Just before we get into the dribbles, Eddie, Matty of Waterboy fame just sent this to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's disappointing that we have to do this, but I'm just going to start off with a big fuck you to all Gavaskar, who's been slammed over his untimely remarks over Shane Warne's status as greatest in the game. I'm reading this on Fox Sports News. Appearing on Indian show India Today, Gavaskar, the former Indian captain, legendary opening batsman, was asked if he believed Warne was the greatest spin bowler. Well, it should have been bowler, but whatever. Gavaskar, regular punt, believes cr- cricket's greatest wicket taker and former Sri Lankan bowler Morley Murali, uh, Matai Muraliteran um, as well as India's litany of spinners ranked ahead of Warne. No, I wouldn't say that. For me, Indian spinners and Muralitharan were much better than Shane Warne. The simple reason for Gavaskar's belief was that Warren did not have the same success against India as other test-playing nations. Look at Warne's record against India. It was pretty ordinary. In India, he got five wickets only once in Nagpur, and that was because... Zaire Khan swung wildly against him to give him a 5 because he did not have much success against Indian players who were very good players of spin. I don't think I would call him the greatest. Murray Lutheran was a greater success. Uh, Murray Lutheran with the greatest success he had against India. I would rank him over Warn in my book. Murray Lee finished with 800s, Warney with 708. Interestingly, and I appreciate Fox Sports are putting this in, Interestingly, Warren played just three matches against Bangladesh and Zimbabwe, noted horseshit cricketing sides. They didn't put that in. I added that. Taking 17 wickets in his three tests. Murali played that same opposition 25 times and took 176 of his wickets against absolute losers. So you take those fucking 176 wickets away, even take 100 away, give him 76. He has not got as many as Shane. Just as an example. A fine example. Yeah. A fine example. Uh, So Sunil is getting, basically he's getting smashed by everyone saying like, even if you do think that, bro, like Warren just died. Like just shut the fuck up.
1: Now's not the time.
0: Now's not the time, Sonny.
1: Now's not the time, bro. You're wrong. You're wrong and now's not the time. Know that, you're wrong, but you know, now's not the time.
0: Also, you're wrong. You are wrong. But now is also not the time.
1: Now's not the time, but you are wrong. You're also wrong. You're very wrong. Do we
0: know more about cricket than Sinal Gavaskar? It seems like it.
1: Well, he's obviously not over. Was he in the side in 2004 when we went over there and pumped him?
0: I don't, don't know. know. don't know. He seems pretty old.
1: And by pump them, I meant 2-1. Yeah, I said pump. Yeah,
0: pump him. 2-1. Two,
1: 2-1 two, pumping.
0: Uh, should we dribble? Yes. We haven't. Uh, D or Dave usually curates these. D or Dave currently sunning his dick in uh, the America. US. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Tommy Turbo back there is just going to play through a couple and we'll see how we go. Tom, Eddie,
2: the hunters and dribblers, it's a stats man. Oh yes. I have to admit I'm in a bit of shock. At the news of Warney's passing, I propose as the minister for sport that you organise a national public holiday on the seventh of August in honor of the great man's seven hundred and eight test wickets. Ballet Warney. Be soon.
0: Nice stats, man.
1: Statsman makes a great point. I like it. Mm. If it's not they're going to be the 7th of the 8th, then you could just do the 4th of Ma- March when he left us.
0: Yep. I also heard someone say on the Punters and Dribbles page, I believe, but they should posthumously give him his tongue because Vittori had a fucking no ball. <laughs> Don't <laughs> hate it. Something to think about. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, D or Dave. Pinch of salt dribbler here. Just got back
3: from a morning run to the shops to get the bread and uh, disbelief, grief, shock. The king is dead. We may never see another like him. We certainly won't forget him. Rest in peace, Jane Warne. We love you. Grieving beer soon, boys. Bye.
1: Beautiful words. Beautiful words. You're dead right. We won't see another one. As we've said during our coverage, he's a once-in-a-species yep. type operator. So, you know, speaks for itself, I think. But kind words, beautiful words.
0: Our very first Instagram as well. I, I, someone someone went back and, like, fucking tagged, like, reshared our first Instagram or something and, like, tagged us and sent it to us. But our very first Instagram is you and I carrying Shane Warren off the MCG.
1: That's our very first. That's our very first. Is that our very first title? Yeah. Fuck. Shane Keith Productions. Fucking tough day. Tough year. Tough year. Anyway, on we go.
2: Thomas, Edward, and to the newcomer, Tommy Toblerone. I hope you're settling into Bloomy Boy's seat nice and well. I'm sure in due time I won't mind snapping off a little bit of that chocolatey goodness for myself. Anyway, I digress. Tonight is Sydney's night of nights. The night Oxford Street is transmogrified into a catwalk filled with the country's most eligible bachelors. And front and center, yeah, you guessed it, your boy Kenny. I'll be sharing a float with a little friend of yours, Thomas. Boss, the elegant Southeast Asian beauty, or perhaps as he's better known in my circles, the Tyrantula. Oh, and how could I forget? The king of cadence himself, Roger the Rabbit Fabri. Mm-hmm. Let's just pray that little harlot La is clear, because there's only one thing that's going to be raining tonight. Because tonight, for the first time, just about half past ten, for the first time, First time in history it's gonna start raining men it's rain' men Hallelujah it's raining men for Ken
0: <laughs> okay. Yep, yeah, okay.
1: Ken from Kensington mm-hmm. Thank you for that rendition, mate. That was... Thanks, Ken. That was interesting. Yep. On we go.
3: Hey, lads. Uh, look, I'm just fucking depressed. You know, I thought we had warning for 2023. Fucking depressing. Uh, so he gets this double and let's get dribbling. Uh, uh, top one, Knights top four, easy deal mate. Absolutely love your work Eddie you're looking Fucking oh, the Eddie. shmick mate You should get in some disc oh, golf oh, um, Some double drip Double drip To the Till death uh, Tommy disc Maybe hit golf? the beach a bit more Get a bit more of a tan <laughs> You know Dior mate Looking schmick. Uh, oh, keep it sure and sweet baby Love you all
0: I'll take that as a dribble You will take that as a dribble <laughs> I'll take that as a dribble And we'll, and we'll move on <laughs>
1: Oh, God. You don't know what you get when you just fucking swing from the there. When hip, you just you?
0: pump through them like we used to, like the good old days, fly Dude, blind. we used to sit
1: through all of them. Yeah, I know.
0: How the fuck did we do that? I don't know, dude. It was a long one. It was a long one.
1: Triples used to take like an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. Mate. Longer
0: than the fucking rest of the episode. Mate.
1: Anyway. Press on.
3: G'day, uh, Tom. Eddie Dior. It's the Gil Triple here. I've just been stuck in a pretty heated, heated discussion. In between, um, which place is there, Forbes or Parks? Like, Parks has the, they have the dish, the movie. the plays Parks or Forbes. And Forbes does not have very much at all. So if you could just clear that up for me, that, that'd be great. Thanks. Cause you just have a big dribbling. Radio, right
0: yeah. ciao. I mean, for me, just because they've got the Parks Spaceman as a rugby league team is why, like, I wouldn't know. And is Parks where the dish is? Yeah, so, dude. So, have I you mean, been to the dish? Uh, no, I haven't.
1: The dish is part of Australian folklore. Really, I know. I the parks was closer to Dubbo, so parks has a bit of a like a softer spot in my heart than Forbes does. Mm. I also held a, a hurdles world hurdles uh, record at the parks athletics carnival for many years. So Did you? For that reason, I know that was like me gloating, but like for that reason, I mean, what parks, else do we do here? parks and i get on pretty well yeah parks has got a pretty good mark do you remember what the record was no i don't okay it's all right dad record, reckons the that they fucking butchered the hand timing Though he's like it was too quick like it wasn't your dad fucking chirping you like we chirping chirping he's like mate you break the record by like three seconds i'm like well maybe i'm great why wouldn't he allow you to be great he was but he also wanted to be realistic about the time i set. which that's,
0: i that's you know. not for you know what Chilton, bro let eddie be great for a minute
1: He's my biggest supporter, so I can't say that he'd okay. be great. Well, you're painting them He was just being realistic. He was like, he just goes, he was, was probably too quick. I would have broken it anyway. How but did like, you feel now, about that, though? Were just it's like, now do? unbreakable, but it's probably unbreakable. Good. Great. If anyone has anything to do with fucking Parks at Little Athletics, and like there's like a Parks Athletics carnival, I don't know if you're still doing it, but it was part of Little A's, is my name still on that fucking record sheet or what?
0: Reach out, let us know. You're from from Parks, little A's. Parks hurdles. 100-meter yeah. hurdles, I'm assuming. Probably like
1: 60, dude, at that age.
0: Okay, what age was it?
1: Maybe under 12s, under 11s, under 12s. Okay.
0: You should have been running 100. It's obviously a country thing.
1: Maybe it was 80.
0: You go up as you go up in age. Anyway, shout out to Parks. Yep. Fuck Forbes. Fuck Forbes. Let's move on. No offense. Fuck Forbes.
3: Hey, <laughs> uh, the Canadian dribbler here. Quick question here. What are your thoughts on Would you rather been attacked by 50 duck sized horses Or one horse sized duck
0: We've been asked this before
1: If you'd like me to answer it honestly A duck of that size Sounds pretty intimidating
0: So uh, Or it's like horses That are the size of ducks Yeah Dude anything the size of ducks You're taking on
1: Yeah dude You could fucking fend off duck- Horses the size of ducks Comfortably But a fucking duck the size of a horse? Because ducks can fly, bro.
0: Don't forget that. Yeah. No, no, no. Silly question. Big beaks as well? Silly question. That that fucking duck would fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you take the little horses. Take the little
1: horses. Come on. Be smarter. Be better.
3: Tom, Eddie, Bill Dave, punters and the dribblers. I was just wondering, is there anything fucking worse than shitting when it's fucking human as fuck? (laughs) Just dripping sweat while you're
1: trying to drop the kids off at the pool Jesus Christ Thanks, just like you on this. I don't know Do you want me to Am I, is that what what it's come to, me providing comments
0: on that? that, I don't think there's anything particularly bad about it Look, it's not ideal Well, nothing's ideal when it's humid, you know what I mean? Like nothing's not What's good
1: when it's humid? Tell me what's good when it's
0: humid A swim, maybe yeah, that's but when you it. get out, you're hot again. Yeah, like, it's nothing's good nothing's about humidity. Good
1: humid. humid sucks. So humidity's you know, tough. It's a tough day for all. Humidity's
0: a tough game. Humidity's one of the toughest games ever played. Yeah. So you know, poos. Yeah, poos
1: are part of a very long list of things that suck when it's humid.
0: Now you could though, and I mean we're already too far into this. We're already talking too much about it, but. Who's also can be incredibly satisfying, so it just depends on how you're feeling as well.
1: Yeah, but if this is like humidity based rhetoric.
0: But if it's a good poo, that can turn your day around.
1: It could, especially
0: if it was one that you had to work for or that you had to wait for. You had to wait for it, definitely. If you had to work for it, there's a sense of achievement.
1: Give yourself a pat on the back even though yeah. it's humid you're still getting a pat on the back
0: you're breaking a sweat but it's a you've, it's a hard on sweating anyway yeah you're sweating anyway you come
1: out and you're covered in sweat people they're none the wise, none the wise yeah exactly it's, it's like yeah it's like I, a- I was in there with the fight of my life for fucking 20 minutes no one knows it's humid. Else a is, yeah re- yeah <laughs> fucking blue whale yeah um yeah so look it just depends on the context right? yeah yeah you didn't give us enough no nah, you didn't you just said it was humid didn't provide anything else.
0: Let's move on. That's it. That was the last one. This one. Okay.
3: Tom, so, um, Eddie, Dior, Tobler. I'm gonna go Tobler Gobbler. Welcome. How are we all? <laughs> I hope it's Well, it's the uh, it's the juicy dribbler here, aka the juice. Um, due to recent events of the passing of one uh, Shane Keith Warren, which I assume a lot of these dribbles will be about, just want a quick little highlight. Uh, on what I feel is the band's best and not worse, the most questionable work. I'll start with the questionable work. Now, for me, it was that whole, that Peaky Blinders hat stage that we <laughs> kind of went through. Like, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck that was about. But, you know what, um, that that was peak Morning, wasn't it? Just trying something, just like, what the fuck, what are you doing? But, like, I hope it got more muffs in his DMs. Um, Join. Uh my opinion on the best would easily be uh the whole Marlon Samuels bat. Fuck that, you, Marlon. That was peak Fuck warning you. for me. Just took on the big dick and won. Comfortably. Just you know what I mean. Just he just did not back down and just went for it. But um that was peak warning, he will be missed. File Love him to death. Um anyway, be soon, dogs premiership soon. Fuck you, Marlon, forever.
0: Here, that seems like a nice way to wrap it there, Eddie. It does. That was a nice dribble to finish there. Correct. Fuck you, Marlon, indeed. Um, vale, Keithy. Vale, Shane. Tough week. We press on. It's what he'd want. Um. Vale, Keithy. Vale, Keithy. That us? That's us. Bye-bye. See you
1: Thursday. Could you two just not talk anymore?